Our dirty work done in the dark. Sooner Nation is excited. They can't wait. The palace is looking pristine. It's quiet right now, but not for long. Boomer Sooner, get your freaking minds right. Well, there's Miguel Chavis. I think he's running stadiums up there. The video is he's uh, scanning around the empty stadium. I don't know. There was a long pause in between sentences there, <laughs> so it would breath. make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, hey, he's he's one of the. Um, you know, we had the question earlier. Why should anyone believe that the defense is going to be better? And, you know, I mentioned the defensive end room and how much more depth they have and experience that they've added. I, there's going to be a lot of eyes on those guys this year because, frankly, there should be no excuses for poor play, right? You've got experience. Um, you've got transfer help that's come in. You've got youth. You've got athleticism. You've had a year in the system to develop uh, most of those guys so i mean there needs to be like we need to be able to see eye test improvement at the defensive end spot well i mean i i i guess i expect a little bit more than just slight improvements yeah. I, I think you did i expect um major improvement and that's by the numbers that's by the eye test like if you want to talk about year two and all that, how they should be better, sure, the, the roster's better. But, again, name me three quarterbacks that really terrify you that you have to go up against this year. Plumley. Can you name three? Morris Kidd and Malik Murphy. <laughs> I hope it's not I hope it's not him. I hope he's not one of the three. Oh, I'd rather uh, face Will Qu- Howard. I'd rather face uh, Quinn Ewers. Well, you, Will Howard. Oh, I hope you face Will Howard. It means you're playing in a Big 12 championship game. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, that's just the point. It's just, yes, with the, the offenses that you upper face. Upper Deckers. Hunter Upper Deckers will be coming to Norman. That is true. The kid with the collapsed lung. Mm-hmm. More than once did he collapse his lung, by the way. Uh, Shuck? When is we're going to win the job when at, we're uh, When we're tech? saying things such as Hunter Upper Deckers and the kid with the collapsed lung, doesn't it really make the point about the quarterbacks you face this year? Well, yeah, okay, yes, to a certain degree, sure. Like nationally, if you ask that, well, what about Quinn Ewers? Like, there's definitely a chance where Quinn Ewers has an extremely disappointing year. Right. Even the upper level of quarterbacks that you're going to face this year. I don't know. What do you, just speaking to that, what's the percentage chance that Ewers does not start every game? And obviously, we're not talking about injury or suspension or anything like that. I'm talking about just pure ain't got it gets replaced. Chances he doesn't start every single game. I'm going to put that. I'm pretty high on this. I'm going to put it at 40% he doesn't start every single game this year. And, buddy, I'll I'll tell you where that's going to be most in jeopardy. They're going to go out to Alabama, and they're going to lose, okay? Alabama's going to play really well, and they're going to win that game. The game that I really look at on Texas' schedule and say, ooh, this is really where it could start to come undone, is the the game in in Waco before they play OU. 
Oh. Like you you go to Tuscaloosa and lose, and you lose to Baylor, and then you lose to OU in Dallas. I know that's a lot of ifs, but you're a three-loss team in October. Oh, they'll be talking about QB, 100%. Three, they'll be talking about QB way before they get to three losses. Um, you, depending on how the game looks, you may get a pass at Bama, not if you play poorly. But after that, I here's the problem with them and the Ewers kid. He, he, I don't know how confident he is. We talked about this. He seems a little gun shy. You know, he's in that room with a bunch of big personalities, a bunch of guys with, you know, you got a Manning in there, right? You got another dude, Malik Murphy, 6'6", 250 pounds, right? And you're just a slight dude. And, you know, he's one of the top recruits to come out in a long time. I get all of that, but that's not really how he carries himself. Uh, you go play poorly and have those people breathing down your neck, I, I just I don't know how he's going to respond to that. Tell me what you think about this. Text line as well. Is there any comparison to the way that Quinn Ewers and Dylan Gabriel are kind of viewed this year going into the season? It's kind of similar to how Texas and Oklahoma as teams are viewed going into the year. Yeah. And, and like an example of that is the Athletic had their Heisman draft today. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, they have what seven, eight of their riders, and they do a snake style draft, and they're drafting players most likely to win the Heisman. Okay, well, Caleb Williams was the number one overall pick. Jaden Daniels at LSU was two. Jordan Travis at Florida State was three. Michael Penix Jr. at Washington was four, and then Quinn Ewers was the number was the number five overall pick in this Heisman draft. Meanwhile, Dylan Gabriel was. I think number 22 overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was round three, pick six, number two, 22 overall. So I see that today, and then I see another, like on three does their own quarterback draft, and Dylan Gabriel is like the, he's the 18th quarterback selected, and Quinn Ewers was, I think, the ninth, or excuse me, the seventh quarterback uh, drafted. It just, yeah. like, like, Gabriel had a better statistical season than Ewers last year. I know I guess technically Ewers' team had more wins, but Gabriel had the better season by the numbers, but they are viewed completely different coming into the year. Yeah, they are, and here's what's similar about the two. They've got – they both have five-star quarterbacks that everyone wants to see behind them. And I – I know there's a ton of hype around Texas, and I think there's a ton of national hype around yours, but I don't know how much, like, actual Texas fan base hype there is around him. You know what I'm saying? Like, And maybe there is, and I just I, I don't have a very good pulse of, of what's going on down there, but I feel like, every, like just the general thought is like, yeah, I hope Quinn Ewers is really good, but if he's not, I can't wait to have Manning out there see what he's got, you know? Which would lead me to believe that a lot of them are willing to give up on him pretty early this year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. You go out there and... Which is worst-case scenario for them, by the way. Absolute you... worst case. Uh, that may sound like a good idea right now to Texas fans, 
They go no. to Arch Manning at any point this year, they are in big trouble. And not that I think Quinn Ewers is all that great, but throwing out Arch Manning like that as a true fresh, like, uh, I, it's a terrible idea. I just don't want him to put Malik Murphy in. That's where I, I stand. I think all, that's where all OU fans stand. So I, I want Ewers to be to be bad, but not bad enough to uh, for them to put Murphy in. Um, but yeah, like you go lose to Alabama, where delusionally a bunch of their fans think they have a, a good chance to go win that game, and people nationally have been saying that every single one of them are going to back off of it by the time it's uh, the that game week and it's time to make your pick. None of those people are going to pick Texas, just so you know. But you go down there and throw two two interceptions in that game, and all of a sudden, eh, does he have it? Which isn't fair. It's not going to be fair to him, but that's just how it's going to be. And you know he he's going to be feeling whoever it is, whoever's the backup breathing down his neck, and you're right. It's just it's not a good position for them. Guy says, dear baby Jesus, please let Texas start manning against us. <laughs> to, to build off what you said, I don't know if this would be everyone, but I bet there would be a decent amount of people, OU fans, that would say, okay, rank one through three, who you'd most want to start for Texas against OU. It might go Manning, Ewers, and then um, the guy that none of us wanted to start that game. Malik Murphy. Malik Murphy, That's right. yeah. Malik yep. Murphy might be three in a lot of OU fans' list. Yeah. Maybe it won't matter. Maybe we're going to be so good uh, offensively and defensively, it just ain't even going to matter. Um, just been two completely different off seasons for the two rivals. And I just I, I think it's been a terrible off season for Texas in terms of the hype. Yes, they've had hype before, but I don't remember them having hype like this where they got – I what seventy five percent of the first place votes? It's almost win the conference or bust this year. It's a massive disappointment. It is, I, and for it, a head coach it, it that's never is. lived up to expectations, for a quarterback like you said that seems very shaky around those expectations. The closer we get to the season, the more and more I, I'm thinking, man, I, I think they might be an eight win team again. Mm. Well, I don't know. They've got. They've got some. They've got talent. They've got skill position players coming out their ears. We know that. Um, they've got a really good scheme offensively. I'm told that their offensive line is massively improved. If that's the case, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with offensively. Defensively, I'm not as convinced. I, I don't. I'm I'm not blown away blown away by what they have on the line of scrimmage defensively. I know they've got uh, the Ford kid at backer that everyone loves. He's a loves. nice player. He's a nice player. But can they rush the passer? And can they cover downfield? I, That's I think, the thing. I think I, those are two massive question marks with them. I, I and, agree. And, and when I look at their schedule, and maybe this doesn't mean anything, but I tend to think it does. You know, Alabama's eye in that Texas game this year. People are picking Texas to win. Alabama's going to have a down year. That game last year, like Alabama, I feel like really is circling that Texas game. We're going to come out and play well in this game, right? That's our first big game of the year. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily Baylor's first big game of the year, but they get Texas at home for the final time and who knows how long. Baylor's looking for a bounce-back win or a bounce-back season this year. Like I could see Baylor really scheduling that 
Texas game early on saying, rival game for us, first or last time in a long time we're going to play them. Like, we're going to come out, we're going to put a lot of emphasis on that game. We'll circle that one. And then a lot of the same reasons for OU in that game. OU's first big game of the year, got to redeem themselves after last year. It's just, I, I'm very curious how the first six weeks are going to go for Texas. I think, yeah. I think it's very dangerous. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, their defense last year was probably top 50 in the country, total yards. I think scoring they were better. Um, I think they end up doing pretty decent scoring D. Um, but they're not going to be – I don't think they're going to be the best defense in the conference. I think there's a chance they could be top three, top four. I'm not sold on that, but – and I I don't think they're going to have the best offense in the, in the conference. I think Oklahoma's going to statistically have the best offense in the conference. It's just – it's hard for me to pick Texas to win the conference when I don't think they're going to be the best with either unit on either side of the ball. Right? That's, yeah. Well, I mean. And I, I know Kansas State pulled for, that off last Texas year. For Texas to but, have the best offense, I think the way they're constructed, even though their wide receiver core might be pretty good, Ewers is going to have to be at least the second best conference in the league, probably first. I just, and I just can't get there with him. Well, if their offensive line is as good as – I've been told over and over, then it's going to be hard for him not to get there. Um, with as many skill position players he's, as he has in a really good system and a really good play caller, I mean, if he's got really good protection, it should be pretty straightforward. Well, who's telling him. you that they're going to be so awesome on the offensive line? Well, that's like one of the narratives about him is how much better they've gotten on the offensive uh, line. I thought you were like, actually talked to someone down there that said it. No, I mean, that's just... So one of the narratives that you continue to hear is how much, how much more emphasis they've put into it, um, how how poor they've been in the past, and it's been a big focal point for them. Now, I'm not a believer in it. We'll see. I, I mean, I know they'll probably have some good, talented guys, but I, Texas is – it's like the anti-offensive line school. Like offensive line is no flash. The less flashy, the better. It's it's about like just grimy hard work. You know, like just work. Dirty ethic. hard work done in the darts. Uh, dark, yeah. some might say, huh? Yeah, I mean, just think about the schools typically that have you know good offensive linemen consistently. They're not schools that you think of that are that are glamour and flashy well, like and, Texas. And, and then the number came out this weekend um, from Just 2009 brutal. to 2020. 2009 to 2020, Texas signed 17 players who ranked in the top 10 at either offensive tackle or they were an inside offensive lineman. Top 10 at any position across the line. 17 of those guys they signed from 2009 to 2020. Um, zero out of the 17 were drafted, and, of course, zero out of the 17 were day one picks. 18 of 17 transferred away. And, Which, by the way, those 17 that they signed yeah. was second to only Ohio State, who had 18. That's the critical number right there. Like, you out-recruited Alabama at offensive line, and 
you you had no draft. No one drafted. Not even six. Like that's like really to be, hard to do. I, yeah. I don't even know how that's possible, man. That's see, that's crazy. And I don't know that. And it didn't. Like you said, oh nine, oh nine to oh nine to twenty twenty. Yes, that spans three different coaching staffs. Yep. And I don't know how many different offensive line coaches within there. I mean, at a minimum, I'd say three. Well, yeah, this, okay, so. But I don't know if they've made a change at offensive line coach at any point in during one of those ten years. That's, like that's Mac, that's Charlie Strong, that's um, Tom, Tom Herman. Herman. I guess Sork wasn't there yet. Okay, yeah, no, he so missed just it three. by a year. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I, so it leads me to believe that it's not just a coaching issue. Right, there's something else going on there, and and that's not. It's just, it's not. It it's, doesn't seem like the place that breeds a cohesive, tight knit group of weirdos that play tough, hard nosed football together. But maybe that's changed. That's what we'll have to see. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. Final hour rolls on here from Newcastle Casino. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. At Lander's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, the savings just keep getting better. And that's why you'll always feel good about Lander's. Plus, get 20% off MSRP on 2023 Ram 1500, 7500 off 2023 Ram 2500, and 6500 off the 2023 Jeep Compass during the Make This the Summer event going on now. So feel good and shop Lander's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman at LandersCDJRNorman.com. Must finance with Chrysler Capital, WAC. See dealer for details. Weight loss surgery is more than a procedure. It's a life-changing experience. At Norman Regional's Journey Clinic, our goal is to empower our patients so they can achieve their fullest potential in health and in life. Our nationally accredited program offers support through every stage of your weight loss journey, giving you all the resources you need along the way. The path to a healthier you isn't one you have to walk alone. Call 405-515-2049 or visit journeyclinic.com to set an appointment and discover if Journey Clinic is right for you. With custom signs and graphics from Fast Signs, you can say anything. Invite the world to discover that thing that makes your business unmistakably yours. Make your statement in lights or metal, on a van, across the windows. Make it unforgettable. Together, anything is possible. Bright ideas, brilliantly executed, can turn the mundane into the marvelous. Transforming your space begins at our place. Power your business visibility and make your statement with Fast Signs. Call Fast Signs of Norman, 405-701-2890. Welcome to the best casino in the metro. With all of your favorite games. Don't miss our $60,000 double play and double winnings giveaway. Play with your wild card for a chance to win a share of $60,000. Fridays and Saturdays in July. Riverwind is the best place to play. Hey guys, it's TJ here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. It's July, that means temperatures are heating up for those pool parties, late trips, and cookouts with family and friends. And when you need a great selection of your favorite beer, wine, or liquor, do what I do and go see Kathy and her staff. They have a ton of specials and great advice when looking to try something new, like 10 types of Old Smoky Moonshine, $16.99. Joe's is open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. and noon to 5 on Sunday, 1330 East Alameda in Norman, or visit Joe's Wines and Spirits on Facebook for their monthly specials. 
Whether you live in or visit Norman, the Norman Chamber of Commerce encourages you to think local. Eat, shop, stay, and play in Norman this summer. Be sure to support these local Norman businesses. Visit Norman's historic Sooner Theater. See great local theater, concerts, or attend performing arts classes. Find upcoming events and tickets at SoonerTheater.org. Hungry? Eat at Thai Thai Asian Bistro. Authentic Thai food such as curry and noodle dishes located in North Norman. Thai Thai is available for dine-in or carry-out. Always fresh and always delicious. Experience Mr. Robert Fine Furniture and Design in beautiful downtown Norman. Just a short drive to exceptional from anywhere in the state. More than 60 years of fine furniture and impeccable designs. When you shop local, it creates more jobs and you can discover one-of-a-kind adventures. Shop local to build relationships, receive better customer experience, and get personal service. Remember to eat, shop, stay, and play in Norman this summer. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. 40 days until kickoff in Norman. ESPN announced today... That's a week one college game day will be at North Carolina, South Carolina in Charlotte for the uh, for the opening weekend there on a Saturday night, North Carolina and South Carolina. 40 days until kickoff. Who's the first number four do you think of? Ethan Downs, Curtis Lofton or uh, Wahoo McDaniel? Lofton. Yeah. He liked to play against the University of Missouri and Chase Daniel. That's for sure. Stud. Absolute stud. Curtis Lofton, uh, such a good linebacker. Smart, physical, tough as hell, good in pass coverage, physical to line of scrimmage, good against big offensive linemen, just good all-around backer. Man, man, out of the linebackers in the Stoops era, did he have the longest NFL career? Easily. Yeah, I think he did. Easily. I guess maybe the only other would be, um, I mean, gosh, how long did Jordan Evans end up playing? Jordan Evans was in the XFL last year. What would have been his last year? I think 2013 was his first year, right? So yeah. 17, 18, yeah, about nine years, four or five years. Uh, he, Curtis Lofton played a ton and started a ton. I mean, he was a, he was a starter pretty much his entire time in the league. So, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, number 40, Curtis Lofton. Though I've uh, read a lot of Wahoo McDaniel stories, apparently he was a beast in the pro wrestling circuits back in the day. Love it. Uh, I I, I was even listening to uh, Ric Flair talk about Wahoo McDaniel today. Yeah, Wahoo McDaniel was a legend. Do some research on him. So what years did he play? Uh, Wahoo McDaniel at OU. Let me find out exactly when that was. Was that like the late 60s when he was in? Let me sounds find. right. Uh, no, sounds no, no, no. It was late 50s because he had the 91-yard punt against Iowa State in 1958. Oh, okay. That's further back than I thought. Dang. How old is Ric Flair? I think he was a pro wrestler 
in the early seventies or maybe early mid seventies. I don't I don't know how long he was doing it, but yeah, yeah, late fifties NFL career then uh, pro wrestling. Nice. Apparently tough and about as strong as anyone that's come out of here, maybe ever. Well, that's that's uh. Maybe had a little bit a of a screw feat. loose, which is the um, that's what you want, right? It's the perfect ingredients. Oh, Strong, tough, maybe a little bit of a screw loose. A football player and pro wrestler that's got a screw loose? That <laughs> does not sound right to me. Uh, 918 played against Curtis Lofton in high school. We had a good team and met them in the playoffs. One dude, and he wrecked our entire offense. He was a beast. Yeah. Uh, 405, he played from 1956 to 1959. Wahoo McDaniel, not Curtis Lofton. 405, is it more likely that Texas has three losses? Or is undefeated going into the OU game, and do they fire Sark if they do? Uh, if they do have three losses, I don't think so. No, I, with, with Arch Manning on the roster, I think um, Sark's going to be their coach heading into the SEC. I don't. I don't think they have three losses. I mean, I think they could definitely have two losses going into the OU game. I think three. Even for me and how down I am about tech, that's a, that's a stretch even for me. Well, here's the thing. Um, I've got them losing to Alabama. I got them beating Rice, even though my nephew's going to catch a 80-yard go route Let's down the sideline so. and, and roast him. Um, got them beating Rice. Got them losing handily to Bama. Got them beating Wyoming. Here's where it gets interesting. If they lose at Baylor, look out for the Kansas I'd game. I'd say, yeah, I know. Right? But I don't think they're going to lose to Baylor. I think they're going to beat Baylor, and I think they're going to beat Kansas and come in and play us with one loss. Although that Kansas game is in it, it could not be in a worse spot for them. Right? That'll be probably an 11 a.m. kick, Texas and right. KU in Austin. And Jalen Daniels might run for 350 yards. Run all over them. They're, they have to be incredibly nervous about Kansas anyway. And, yeah. But I, if, if they lose to Alabama and they go to Waco and Baylor puts, the, puts together a game somehow and is able to win that, then I would say look out for that Kansas game, buddy. Well, then look out for the rest of their season as well. Yeah. They, they have two losses before they even play OU, then we're st- tar- uh, we're starting to talk about uh, the potential to unravel real quick. Well, here's, real the, here's, quick. here's where it stinks, though. If they lose to Alabama, Baylor, and Kansas before they play us, that's whenever we really got to start to worry about the game, you know? Yeah. That's how it, how, how it would work on our end. But here's I, – I think they're going to have one loss coming into – to play OU Texas, I think at that point we'll be an undefeated football team. That bet, OU better be an undefeated football team. You, I mean, there was some panic last year, and, well, I never want to challenge worse, but there would be some real panic if this team has a loss going into the Texas game with what the first five look like. Well, yeah. You're losing to a bad football team if you have one loss heading into Dallas. Yeah, Cincinnati is – it's hard to – I mean, I it's just, hard to really pinpoint that game. You shouldn't lose it, okay? No way and no way am I that. suggesting that's the case. I, it's just it's going to be a really emotional game for Cincinnati. 
I don't know necessarily like how our guys view that game right now. I mean, you can, as a coach, you can bang them over the head for an entire year about how good Cincinnati is, about how that environment's going to be crazy, about how well coached they are. But if the guys don't ever believe it, you just don't know what you're going to get whenever they show up. Um, and Iowa State, I think we win that game, but Iowa State's got the best defense in the conference. And anytime you have the best either offense or defense in a, in a conference, I, you got a chance to win every game. So well, they only won four of them last year with the, yeah. with the best defense. Like. Sure. But they but had a chance in every one of them. Just about, sure. I mean, they lost Except to you by two scores, which yeah. is interesting. They're, they might have the worst offense again in the league. That should absolutely be a game OU plays really well defensively and puts up a low number. You you know what Campbell is saying? He says they have what he believes to be, by some margin, the best secondary that they've had since he's been there and thinks they're, it's the best defense that they have, that they've had. Hmm. What does he say about the offense? Are you going to be able to cross the 50 this year? No, they're terrible. Only did it a handful of times last year. He gives upper deckers uh, six quarters before they bench him. (laughs) Maybe. Speaking of quarterbacks, um, it is very apparent to me, OU has taken two quarterbacks in this recruiting class, by the way. Oh, really? I mean, it is. Teddy, it is happening. Um, (laughs) They get Michael Hawkins Jr. a few months ago, a couple of months ago. Then they offer Samaj Jones. He's going to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. They offer another kid out of the state of Florida. Now they have a kid coming in this week who's a Northwestern commit. And apparently there's He ain't a, going there. He ain't going to – I mean, yeah, he's a Northwestern commit right now. Sounds like Every he may former be in, football player that's ever played there, not even fo- – every athlete that's ever played at Northwestern is suing, const- currently suing the university. Sounds like there's a real chance he's an OU commit by the end of the month. Yeah. So I – I, I Which is tough. It's tough to get a second quarterback. It is, but I, I, I can see why. I, I'm trying to remember the last class OU's taking two scholarship QBs in the same class. I feel like it's well, been a while. But if you look at the real possibilities of what could happen after this year, it, it makes sense. Like there's a real chance that Dylan Gabriel, General Booty, and Davis Bevel are not on the roster, and there's a chance that your true freshman quarterback, Michael Hawkins, could be your backup. I, I can yep. see why they would want at least three scholarship quarterbacks on the roster next year. There's just so much attrition at the quarterback position. I mean, from year to year, you just you have no idea how many guys are going to hit the transfer portal out of your quarterback room. And the instant response to that is, well, yeah, but you can go right back to the, the transfer portal to, to bring guys in. Yeah, man, you can go do that for guys that feel like they've got an honest chance to compete for a starting job. But outside of that, it gets really difficult to get good quality players. They're not going to leave their situation where maybe they're a backup to go be a backup somewhere else. And they're not going to leave their position as a legitimate starter that's getting top offers to go be a uh, backup. No. So it's just it's a really tough market right now, and you've got to prepare for attrition and try and try and get guys in, teach them, learn your system, and and guys that are maybe a little bit more realistic about like what they 
have hopes of being a top player and getting a, a starting spot and but be okay with whatever. maybe having to sit two years and exactly. and it, and it kind of feels like that's what this situation is with exactly. uh, Brendan Zerbrug. Someone yeah. asking on the text line, "What's happened to General Booty?" Nothing's happened to General Booty. It's what might happen to General Booty, Dylan Gabriel, and Davis Bevel after this year. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Nothing's happened to General Booty. In fact, he made the. Uh, 24-7 sports all-name team in college football this year. Yeah. Well, you get to a point where, as a player, you say, man, I like it here. I like my friends. I like my teammates. This is awesome. I'm just – I'm not going to get on the field. All right? And I'm good enough to go play somewhere. I'd rather go play D2 and start and, and just play quarterback and play football than I would – to be a constant backup but a a a first second sometimes even a third year guy that redshirted may be willing to wait a little bit longer but you know general booty's almost into that spot where he's gonna have to make a decision if he wants to play you know what i'm saying that's why i'm surprised that texas has three quarterbacks that we talk about not just two yeah because i feel like the odd man out could be a power five starter somewhere I thought Murphy was going to hit the portal That's this year. That's what I'm saying. That's, I'm, shocked I'm, he didn't. I'm, I'm shocked that he's on the roster. I I think he could probably I, – I think he could start at a Power 5 school somewhere. Just he, just snap it to him and let him run around. That would probably be good enough for some teams. Well, he's got he's, – he's a big old Which, boy Which, by the way, we talked about this on your Friday sabbatical. Um, there's a thought that Spencer Sanders is going to be the odd man out at Ole Miss. Because they have three quarterbacks right now battling. Mm -hmm. There's a thought right now before fall camp, training camp, whatever, that Dart's going to win that job again. And I guess Spencer Sanders graduates this summer and he can go be a transfer. Yeah. How wild is that? And there's a thought that he might do that and go somewhere else. Back to state. We were trying to think of potential stops. We said uh, Houston. Oklahoma State is Houston's senior uh, day this year. How awesome would that be? Go start yeah. for Dana for a year and get to play his old team at home for senior night. Man, that is interesting, though. And I, that's that's strange that he hasn't hasn't picked it up good enough and hadn't fallen into and gotten into a good competition there. Or maybe that just means that Dart has really improved because he was a he's an athletic dude that's got some real upside too. That's shocking. I don't know. I, I hope it works out well for Spencer Sanders, but he, um, a lot of teams out there are pretty set with their quarterback situation. I, don't, I just don't know where yeah. he fits. He'll fit That's somewhere, but is he going to be at a big-time Power 5? I don't know. Yeah. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We've got a couple of segments left. Stay tuned. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. At Lander's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, the savings just keep getting better. And that's why you'll always feel good about Lander's. Plus, get 20% off MSRP on 2023 Ram 1500, 7500 off 2023 Ram 2500, and 6500 off the 2023 Jeep Compass during the Make This the Summer event going on now. So feel good and shop Lander's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman at LandersCDJRNorman.com. Must finance with Chrysler Capital, WAC. See dealer for details. 
A little bit of sweet and a whole lot of heat. Brahms' new sweet and spicy Gouda Burger is packed with mouth-watering flavor. We start with a fresh-baked artisan multigrain bun, top it with a sizzling burger patty and bacon, add a little mayo, and then throw on the heat with apple habanero barbecue sauce and jalapenos. Oh, and we can't forget the smoked Gouda cheese melted to perfection. Brahms' sweet and spicy Gouda Burger, available for a limited time at Brahms. Entrepreneurs and more Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, more Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about more Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. All right, men, you hurry. Let's move, 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 move. Find your Sooner coverage fix with the home of Sooner fans on your favorite social media platform for questions of the day, upcoming show interviews, show highlights, and more. Oh, look at that, an alert. I'm probably trending already. Search for KREF Sports on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up with the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Hey guys, it's TJ here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. It's July, that means temperatures are heating up for those pool parties, late trips, and cookouts with family and friends. And when you need a great selection of your favorite beer, wine, or liquor, do what I do and go see Kathy and her staff. They have a ton of specials and great advice when looking to try something new, like 10 types of Old Smoky Moonshine, $16.99. Joe's is open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. and noon to 5 on Sunday, 1330 East Alameda in Norman, or visit Joe's Wines and Spirits on Facebook for their monthly specials. Westwood Family Aquatic Center is the ultimate in summer fun. Westwood features water slides, diving boards, swim lessons, and more. With a captivating toddler area and splash pad, we ensure the whole family can have a blast. Our outdoor dive-in movie nights, 21-plus adult nights, and all our exciting events are perfect for an evening of entertainment and enjoyment. Even though season passes are sold out for 2023, you can beat the heat for $8 for all-day admission and $5 for Twilight. Go to Facebook to see our event lineup and westwoodpool.com for more information. Hi, this is Martina McBride. With online news, social media, and texting available 24-7, the world seems to be spinning faster and faster every day. And it can be overwhelming. Sometimes we just need to unplug and take a break from our electronic devices. It can help reduce stress and allow us to reflect on the things that are really important in our lives. This message brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force. When students struggle because they are hungry or fall behind because they lack school supplies, a caring adult can make all the difference, especially someone from the community, someone who knows the students and the obstacles they might be facing. At Communities in Schools, our site coordinators surround students with a community of support to ensure that they have everything they need to engage in learning. We go all in for kids all day, every day. To learn more, visit communitiesinschools.org. The Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing you the final hour of the rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, pour one out at some point uh, for the under-the-center triple option offense. 
Army is officially abandoning the uh, triple option under the center offense. Really? Yeah, and it's interesting why they're having to do that. They are doing it because of a recent rule change. Um, You can't, what, cut block outside the tackle box? That was a new rule. Uh, It eliminated blocking below the waist, known as cut blocking, anywhere but inside the tackle box. They, uh, uh, Monk and their head coach was saying, yeah, we limped through last year. We are going to, uh, we're going to run it out of the shotgun now. We're still going to run it 50 times. We're probably even going to run some option out of the shotgun. I'll be without a, without a fullback, but under the center triple option, we're not doing it anymore. Yeah. That Hmm. stinks. Yeah. Um, it's probably time. It's probably time. Uh, it's going to be difficult for him, though. Like, that's the, you know, and here's another factor. Because I talked about this because I know a lot of people wanted us to to reschedule that non-conference and go up there. It's probably very difficult for them to get good non-conference games to get paid like a lot of schools do because – no one wants to spend all of the extra time preparing for that thing. Yeah, I mean, they were bad for, uh, man, I feel like 20 years they were pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And then Munkin got there and they got good again. So maybe yeah. maybe even during that time it was, but when they almost beat OU and then they almost beat Michigan a couple of years after that, yeah, I'm sure it's gotten really tough for them now. Yeah. Because they got, obviously they got close to beating OU. They got really close to beating Michigan. Yeah. Not, yeah. I can't remember if it was the next year or two years after, but it was they were close. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, I don't know. It's a uh, it's a tough era to to say goodbye to. You know, it's going to be different, and but you know, it makes sense. It's gosh, everything is so. Not, I don't want to say watered down, but. Because of the rules and what they will allow you to get away with, everyone has moved to pretty much the same exact version of offense. Everyone it's does. true, man. You know, there's a little bit of nuance between one team to the next, but it's all pretty much the same stuff. I guess who, they, who's the real outlier in the sport offensively right now? You used to be able to look at Tech – you know, at one time, right, kind of look at them. Kentucky, obviously, before them. The service academies and what they were running. But I guess to that point. Wisconsin was. But Wisconsin, yeah, Wisconsin was. Now they're moving to the same. That That's the real. When when Army's moving to the shotgun and Wisconsin's like, yeah, let's open it up here. That's that's when you knew everyone's yeah. kind of doing the same thing. It's, you know, they. they Oregon was doing some different things, but everyone's kind of adopted that. Not everyone, but a lot of people. Yeah, it, a lot. It's all, it's all very similar. I guess. And, I guess there is still one outlier. Um, Iowa's been going with the game plan and not get a first down, <laughs> so they would still be the outlier right now. That's right. That's right. I, you know, with the rules, how they currently are, and what they allow teams to get away with as far as the ineligible receivers downfield, they. The huge uh, margin for error that they give offensive linemen and, and ineligible receivers. Like I don't think you're going to see anyone sway from from what you see. Now, 
if they start to change that and not let guys do that as much, you could see some change. But I maintain that if if you and I think Kansas State is a bit of an outlier. I was just about to say that, man. It's yeah. you know because some people are saying Iowa, Kansas State with what they do with the quarterback. I don't know if they're the example, but they're a example. Yeah, Kansas State. You're probably going to see some old school power football with some RPO built into it. Some stuff that you know still takes advantage of the crap rules and the way that they call them right now. So. I'd say Kansas State, but I think there's I think there's plenty of uh, opportunity if a team were to to build their offense that way. The problem is, and, and this is everything's become so commercialized that colleges mirror what the high schools do, right? And then the NFL mirrors what the colleges do because you you don't want to. You want to be able to look at a player and have him do exactly what he's had success with whenever you take him. And the same thing in the NFL. Like a quarterback has a ton of success in the system. Well, you want to bring him in and have him do that same stuff and, and have success in your system. So it's all, for the first time ever, it's all almost completely married up to where everyone's running the same thing. Sugar Shane in Newcastle calling it now. Army wins a natty in two years. And mm. I actually agree with Sugar Shane. Army will win a natty in two years because NCAA football is coming back to gaming consoles everywhere next year. Yeah. That's how Army wins their natty. Dynasty mode. Dynasty mode. You can do it. Stanford wow. still runs the two tight end sets. Do they? I feel like I haven't watched a Stanford game in four years. Mm. <laughs> Since yeah. their declines happened, I don't, I don't know the last time I've watched a Stanford game. But, but most people... Most teams run the run two tight end sets. Um, Oklahoma will run a ton of two tight end sets. You know, some teams will be heavier in it than others, but um, most people have it at least somewhat. I mean, there was a time when Iowa State not too long ago was basically three tight ends the entire game. With, and, with one guy that would play quarterback sometimes. Yeah. Or no, he was just a was he's just a linebacker, right? Oh, you're talking about the Joel uh, Lanning. Yeah. Lanning. Remember yeah. when he was on Heisman list at one oh, point yeah. during the season? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a it's interesting the direction it's gone. There's less there's more guys that do everything and less guys that are highly specialized like fullbacks and and guys of that nature that you know are on your roster to do just one thing. So, all right, quick timeout. We'll come back and wrap things up here from Newcastle Casino. Stay with us. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. At Lander Chevy Norman, we're feeling good. How good? Jumping into summer savings good. And the hottest selection in town good. Right now, take up to $82.50 off the new half-ton Silverado or up to $6,500 off and financing as low as 1.9%. Also, shop our large pre-owned selection backed by the Lander's Advantage. So feel good all summer long and shop Lander Chevrolet of Norman and LanderChevroletNorman.com. Find new roads. Must find it with GM Financial. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. 
RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. You're simply the the Showplace Theater is back at Riverwind and with some of the best acts around. Like Collective Soul, July 21st. Josh Turner, July 28th. Counting Crows, August 25th. Foreigner, October 6th. Rodney Carrington, October 27th. And Aaron Lewis, November 9th. It's easy to see why Riverwind is the best casino experience. This is Mark Van Hoos, owner of Van Hoos Fence. Van Hoos Fence has years of experience and proven superior performance, kind of like a certain head ball coach. We know Van Hoos Fence offers the best value and service for your residential, commercial, or sports fencing needs. Whether it's a new install or repair work, let Mark and his team at Van Hoos Fence be your trusted resource. Call us today at 405-735-1167. Save yourself from Googling it up. Go to vhfence.com. They will work with you in a great way. We tend not to think about right now, but right now in front of us is victory over cancer. Right now, cancer research funded by the V Foundation is leading to better treatments and saving lives. When you give to the V Foundation, 100% of your donation goes directly to game-changing cancer research. Victory over cancer is there for the taking by you. Donate at V.org because today's cancer research is tomorrow's victory. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. The spring and summer months are a great time for you and your family to spend quality time together. And right now is the perfect time to join the Trails Golf Club. The Trails Golf Club in Norman offers an 18-hole championship golf course, a swimming pool, numerous fun family events throughout the year, a fully stocked pro shop, and dining at the grill in the clubhouse. There has never been a better time for you to come discover the trails. Call Zane today and learn more at 364-3790 or visit trailsgolf.com. Hey, y'all, I'm Kelly Clarkson. Every American dreams of creating a better life for his or her family. But in some communities, those dreams face difficult challenges. When we come together to help those in need get the same opportunities as everyone else, we truly are making our country a better place to live for all of us. So look for volunteer opportunities in your community to help others achieve the American dream, all right? This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. <laughs> a heads up before something bad happens. You should not send that text. Uh-oh. Life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can reverse pre-diabetes and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Final segment of the day, wrapping it up on this Monday. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. I mentioned earlier that on three had a quarterback draft between two of their riders, and Dylan Gabriel was drafted 18th overall. Mm. I'll go through the list. You tell me if there's any quarterbacks on this list that definitively are not better than Dylan Gabriel and should okay, not no. be ranked in front of him. I'm, we're drafting them to play this year in college football. I'm not drafting them for Correct. the NFL, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, Caleb Williams, one. Drake May, two. Jordan Travis, three. Joe Milton, four. Michael Penix, Jr., five. Bo Nick, six. Quinn Ewer, seven. Carson Beckett, Georgia, eight. Mm, well, okay. Ewers, we're starting to get into some territory here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I don't. I Ewers probably has better. He has better arm talent than Dylan Gabriel, but I don't think he runs as well. Um, and I wouldn't pick him over Dylan Gabriel to run Oklahoma's offense this year. And the next one, like I'm not taking. I, I guess I can't say I'm not taking anyone, but. There's going to be very few guys that are unproven that haven't taken a snap yet of a meaningful football that I would take over Dylan Gabriel, and that includes the Beck kid. Carson Beck, Kyle McCord, or as you call him, Gary McCord. Gary McCord, not, I would not State. take him over uh, Gabriel. Jaden Daniels at LSU. J.J. Yeah. McCarthy at Michigan, who talked smack against TCU and got beat. Yeah, he's – yeah, he's – yeah, he checks more boxes. Sam Hartman at Notre Dame, Wake Forest transfer. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, probably. Michael Pratt at Tulane. The Pratt. That's kid. hard to hard to gauge. He's really good. Different player as well. Uh, yeah. K. Clubnick at Clemson. Not enough information. K.J. Jefferson at Arkansas. Good when he's healthy. Uh, if he- he's he's if healthy guy, isn't he? K.J. Jefferson. He's an if healthy, and uh, yeah, I'd probably I'd probably take him. Austin Reed at Western Kentucky uh, in front of Dylan Gabriel. Jeez. Well, it's just in that system, he probably threw for six thousand yards. Drew Aller year. at uh, Penn State, and then you get to no. Dylan Gabriel. No, like, I, Dylan I would take Gabriel him over is a bunch eighteen. Of those guys. Dylan Gabriel is eighteen, and Tanner Mordecai is at twenty on this. Man, yeah. yeah. And Dylan Gabriel's numbers are probably a lot better than a lot of those guys from a year ago. A lot better, and he was on a six and seven football team. So, um, there's there's so much. I you have one anomaly of a season and 
everyone is just so quick to abandon ship. And there's some reason for that. Like, I get it with Dylan Gabriel. I understand. He is not a prototypical quarterback. He's not anything, anything like the quarterbacks that we've had here recently. So I understand it to a point, but... I mean, come on. Some of these guys. Western Kentucky's quarterback, yeah. That's, and, I mean, and, two of them that haven't even started a game before. That's tough. Right, right. So, I don't know. That's that's tough. All right, that's it for us. You guys killed it on the text line. As always, you drive the show. We're just along for the ride. Let's all go have an ice-cold Pacifico, shall we?